Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. There are rumours circulating this afternoon that Johnny Bateman, he will join the West Tigers in 2023 on a three-year deal, 29 years of age. Johnny Bateman, we saw him come out to the Canberra Raiders a couple of years ago and the impact he had was... Honestly, I don't think it's over the top to call it unprecedented. Uh, I remember seeing him in the preseason of, I think it was 2019 when he first came over and just looking at the body shape and everything and just going... Oh, geez, I don't know how successful this guy can be, realistically. I don't know how he's going to handle the NRL. He came over here, you know, he could play center or second row. We weren't sure where he was going to play. When he was named to play in the back row and at 13 for the Canberra, I sort of thought, fuck, I don't know if this bloke uh, has the body to handle it. And good God, I've never been so wrong. And I think the vast majority of us, when we looked at Johnny Bateman at first, if you hadn't seen him play in the Super League, even if you had seen him play in the Super League, a body that size shouldn't have been as good as what he was was and is in the NRL. He was an absolute revelation for the Canberra Raiders, and I personally don't think they would have made it to the 2019 Grand Final if they didn't have John Bateman. He was fucking incredible. Tough as nails. He had that sort of Sonny Bill, Ben Kennedy, uh, that sort of James Maloney sort of thing to him where he was just a winner and he would just do whatever it took to win, even if it meant he was being a bit of a prick or whatever it might be. He's just one of those guys you want to have on your team. And I think there's a lot of unfair finished business in the NRL for John Bateman. Obviously lost that grand final. Uh, For me, the standout thing from John Bateman, you know, so many highlights. He's got this incredible skill set. He's tough as nails. He's He's a pain in the ass to play against. But for me, the standout moment for John Bateman was after the 2019 Grand Final. They just lost to the Sydney Roosters, and he uh, he stayed out on the field the entire night and watched the Roosters celebrate, get the trophy, do their lap. He watched the whole thing solely for the reason that it would hurt him even more, and he'd remember that feeling uh, so that he could come back out the next season and, and use that as a motivation. Um, and look, it didn't all work out with John Bateman. We all know how it ended at Canberra. It was pretty ugly. Uh, George Williams, that domino, obviously fell after Johnny Bateman. It was all handled very fucking poorly. He had the, I think it was the cheek injury as well. He was out for a lot longer than what we anticipated. It just, 
It all went to shit. Uh, then COVID hit, of course, which made it even harder being an English player. Had his daughter over in England. You know, I, I don't want to get into that whole f- fucking saga that dragged on way too long. It didn't work out over here. He went back to England. Uh, and now it looks like he could return to the NRL. As I said, I think he's got a bit of unfinished business. The good thing is, and for me, I think this is fucking fantastic for rugby league. It looks like he'll land at the West Tigers. Now, if you would have told me a couple of years ago that the West Tigers would sign uh, a back-to-back premiership winning hooker who is still, I think, one of the best hookers in rugby league. Uh, They would also sign, in my opinion, the best forward over the last two years. And then they would get a guy like Johnny Bateman who has the potential to completely turn a club around and turn it on its head, one of the toughest guys in rugby league. I wouldn't have believed you. I would have laughed at you. I would have said, you know what? All three of those guys, there will be an article saying the West Tigers are going to throw the kitchen sink at this guy and they'll never fucking sign. That's how the the West Tigers have operated for the last 10 years or so. For them to get two out of these three and hopefully lock up the third, the way the papers are talking about it, looks like it is a pretty good deal. I don't have any more mail or any more idea than what you guys do. But I'll tell you what, if the West Tigers pull this off, what a get it would be. What a get. Uh, I am, I'm so excited for the West Tigers and, you know, as I always said with the West Tigers, it is a basket case. It is dysfunction personified via a club. It is just ridiculous. But fuck me, you have some loyal fans. I know you West Tigers fans that um, I, I think the most most of you can appreciate that I'm, I'm just honest. I just call it as I see it. The Tigers have been a bit of a shit fight for quite some time. Uh, but I, I hope that you all understand that every time I bag them or whatever, I did always say, I hope they can turn it around because you fans, you West Tigers fans, you're so loyal and you deserve better. And hopefully... We're starting to see the tide change. Hopefully, we are starting to see some movement. Uh, It isn't all rosy for the Tigers. You have obviously got your three halves that are off contract. Jock Madden has already gone. So you have got Hastings, you have got Dwayhe, and you have got Luke Brooks off contract um, as of the end of next season, but they can negotiate now. I think there'll be a number of clubs that'll try and get Hastings. I think that Luke Brooks is obviously in the eye of the Newcastle Knights. I wouldn't be shocked to see him end up there. And then you've got Dwayhe, who I think is the best player out of all three of them, and a number of clubs would be keen on him, but I think he's pretty loyal to the Tigers. So, really is a good time to be a West Tiger fan. There is so much hope and potential uh, for this team. The Happy Curacao signing is huge. Isaiah Papali'i is massive. And I'll tell you what, if you can chuck John Bateman into this team uh, and pair him up with Isaiah Papali'i, that could be the, the two best edge back rowers, um, not in the competition, but the best edge back rower pairing in the NRL. I really do believe that. Isaiah Papali'i's been, you know, if he's not the best back row over the last two years, you couldn't possibly put him outside of the top three. He's been an absolute fucking juggernaut. And we've seen Johnny Bateman in the NRL what he's capable of doing. He's 29 years old now. He's probably coming into his peak now. Uh, So scary, scary times for other teams coming up against the West Tigers. And I'll tell you what I love about this competition heading into next season. When you have a look at how the ladder looked at the end of last season. I mean, there's so many of these teams at the bottom that I think are going to really improve next year. You've obviously got the Dolphins entering, which I'm not sure how they're going to go realistically. But you have a look at the bottom of the ladder. You've got the West Tigers, yeah, who have now grabbed Api Curacao, Isaiah Papali'i, and potentially Johnny Bateman as well. I love that for them. I cannot see them getting a spoon next year with those three guys in this team. The Warriors, they've lost a lot of players, but they've gained a lot of guys too. I don't know how the Warriors are going to go, but 
there is upside to them because they get to go home next year. They will play home games in New Zealand, half their games in New Zealand. So a huge, huge plus there for them. The Newcastle Knights obviously played the vast majority last season without Kalen Ponga. They get Adam Elliott in. Uh, I'm not sure how much the Knights improved, to be honest with you, but I think they're in a better situation coming into this season than what they were last year, just because there is the potential of Kalen Ponga to play the entire season. The Gold Coast Titans, what were they missing last year? They finished 13th. We knew what the problem was at the start of the year. We spoke about it all offseason. They needed a halfback. They've gone out and got a halfback. They've also got a hooker in Sam Verrills. They now know Aaron Clark. His best position is 13. He will be playing 13 next year. I really, really like the look of the Titans side heading into next season. I think they will improve, or they should improve at least. The Canterbury Bulldogs, look at the guys that they're adding as well. Viliami Kikau, Reid Marnie, got Matt Burton, Josh Adokar, another year under their belt. Very positive signs for Canterbury. Manly, they get Tommy Turbo back. I know it's a shit fight at the moment, but if this guy just plays footy for the entire year, they will improve. So that is the bottom, what is it? It's bottom six teams in this competition that have all got huge positives next to their names. Newcastle, probably the least positive scenario out of all of them. Uh, and the Warriors, maybe, they have gained a lot of guys, but their squad's about the same as it was this year. Different players, but I don't think they've made huge jumps. But they get to go home, which will be massive for New Zealand. We know it will be. So, plenty of positive signs. And the West Tigers, who are sitting at 16th, I mean, they might be the team. If they grab John Bateman, they're the team that I'm willing to sit here and say they're probably going to improve the most. They're the team that should improve the most. They've probably done the best in the offseason. They just need to work out what's going to happen with these halves. They've got a premiership winning nine. They've got one of the best forwards in rugby league. And now they've got a real leader, a real locker room guy, a Ben Kennedy sort of character that they can bring into this side who has struggled for wins the last few years. And hopefully he can really turn the tide. You saw the impact that Johnny Bateman had on the Canberra Raiders. And I'm really hoping he can have the same impact on the West Tigers. On top of that, they gained Tim Sheens as well, who, Sheensy, he's been in worse situations like this and he's turned it into a premiership realistically. He's won many premierships over the years. He has, he has changed rugby league on a number of occasions and I cannot wait to see what he does with this current crop, crop of West Tigers, especially with these new guys coming in. I can't wait to see what he does with Abby Curacao. I think he's one of the... One of the most skillful players in this comp. I think he's probably one of the most deceptive players in this comp. I think he, his ruck recognition is better than anyone. I think his running game, he might not be the quickest hooker or whatever you want to call him, but as I've said all year, he's the most deceptive hooker around the ruck. And I really do think Tim Sheens, he'll take advantage of this. You think back to that 2005 Tigers side, the one who was their hooker, Robbie Farrar at the time. Probably the most deceptive, probably the most skillful on a high-end scale, probably outside of Cameron Smith, to be fair. But Robbie Farrow, they played a lot through nine and the way that he was very creative around the ruck. Appy's exactly the same. You go back to his premierships before that, the Canberra Raiders, the great boxhead Steve Walters, very creative as well. So... Plenty of positive signs here for the West Tigers. Tim Sheens walks in. Hopefully, Johnny Bateman walks in. Uh, you've got the other boys, Appy, Isaiah Papali'i. You've got a heap of young guys there that have got a little bit more experience under their belt. Dane Laurie's getting a year older, et cetera, et cetera. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
plenty of positive signs at the West Tigers, and I, I would be shocked if they end up with a wooden spoon next year. I think they will be pretty big improvers. Do they play top eight footy? I'm not sure. If Johnny Bateman comes in, I mean, I'm not going to rule them out of it. Without John Bateman, I'm probably saying they'll just fall short. With Bateman, you know, I could see a world where they maybe land seven or eight. Oh, I don't know if maybe that's a little bit overs, but you have a look through that side and how it's going to look. If they keep these three halves and they utilize them properly, they get happy. Isaiah and John Bateman, I really do think they'll become a new side very, very quickly. So, great signs for the West Tigers. Hopefully, this Johnny Bateman one does come through. All the journalists that are reporting it, they I keep using the word certainty, which is a big thing to say in an article. I know that when journos get this wrong, they don't really get held, you know, they're, 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 there's not much accountability held on these journalists, so they can sort of take all the L's they want, but when they get a W, we sort of sit back and go, oh, wow, that was a good one. But I just... They all seem very certain on this. It does make sense for him to come back to the NRL. I'm not sure if he's got a relationship with Tim Sheens. I know Sheens, he spent a lot of time over there in the Super League and around the Super League. So maybe there is some sort of a combination there. I haven't really gone through and, and connected uh, all the dots to see where his relationship is with Tim Sheens. But I wouldn't be surprised if there is a relationship there somewhere. So fantastic signs. Very, very good to see John Bateman hopefully back in our game. He's been gone for too long, in my opinion. And I really do think he could be a fantastic signing for the West Tigers.